Introducing, hosting from the Portuguese section of Massachusetts. Representing those that choose the Sioux. Representing for all his boys mocks because they can't see colors. The man, the king, the motherfucking pod of this pod, Matt Suda. Hosting from the Tain of America, representing that fuck Mary Kill game, representing for all the dudes in the group chat, Central Time, representing the motherfucking late club, it's Gen DK. North South Connection and Maddie Souza. Hi, welcome to GC Dub, a game changing podcast. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my wonderful co host, Matt Souza. How are you, Matt? I'm good, Jenny. I am here. Uh, it is a new year. Uh, we are, we are, we have uh, new GCW stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk about that we haven't, yeah, uh, we, do. we haven't talked about yet. A lot of big stuff going on. So I am, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, diving in here to talk about the, uh, uh, all the, the happenings, I think is what they say. I think the kids do call them happenings. Right. Um, the happenings, yes, the kids. I'm, I'm, I'm down with the kids, as they say. I know you are. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was only a little bit problematic, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, and we are going to talk about what uh, has come to pass and what has yet come to pass uh, for GCW. Uh, very interesting start to the new year. And um, there's, like you said, a lot to talk about. And let's get into it. What do we got for results from January? or there, I think we're going back to December. On oh, show. we're we're going back to December because mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're going back to December 9th, which may as well be seven fucking years ago. This yeah, is- when was that? I have I have no memory of. This I'm date. told it was. Uh, there's a month I guess called December. I'm not, I don't know. Never heard a, of it. Sounds mm-hmm. fake to me, but yeah, uh, this was highest in the room from LA on December 9th. We had Jordan Oliver beat Alec Price. Deathmatch Royalty and Jimmy Lloyd defeated Los Macisos and Lil Cholo. A DLC scramble, which I think is doors, ladders, and chairs. Mm-hmm. Ninja Mac defeated One Called Manders, Bodie Young Prodigy, Cole Radrick, Dark Sheik, Mr. Danger, and Oni El Bendito. Uh, Santana Jackson defeated George South. Violence is Forever defended the tag title successfully against Masha Slamovich and Rina Yamashita. Uh, Big Fucking Joe defeated Sawyer Wreck. Uh, the South Pacific Savages beat Effie and Mance Warner. Blake Christian defended the world title against Starboy Charlie. There's a lot of matches on this show. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Game Changer and Taya Valkyrie beat Maki Deathkill. And in the main event, Andrade El Idolo defeated Joey Janela. So, uh, the big happening on yeah. this show uh, was uh, the Mance Warner heel turn. Yes. Where he turned on Effie, and uh, the shit hit the fan, and uh, became an ultra heel in about five minutes. So. Thoughts on that? Look, we all know how much I'm a, I'm a Mance Warner. You Marshall. are. If yeah. it means he gets a monster push, I'm all for it. Okay. Like if this if this ends with him being world champion, like sign me mm. up. Starting with Effie, just to <laughs> eventually end up the world champion. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, a, a way to turn monster heel is to go against somebody like Effie. Right. So that that was smart, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a surprise, not mm-hmm. unwelcome because I love me some heels, yep. and I love some man. So like, dude, this is this bodes well, I think, for him. Oh, and like you said, I mean, there's only one other person they could have turned him against to get him over like crazy, and that would have been if they'd done it against Gage. But yeah, like if if you're not going to do it against Gage, Effie's a hell of a you know a hell of a next choice. So, because everybody loves Effie, rightfully so. So, I mean, it's 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 good for Mance, you know. 
So I'm going to ask you this now um, because I've kind of been thinking about this over the day. Um, this is sort of like, you know, part of a long term storytelling that they're going to do here mm -hmm. in GCW, which we've had. We've, we've talked about the storytelling before in GCW and that sometimes it's good and we like it because there's minimal storytelling. Mm -hmm. There's just a bunch of cool matches that we get to see, but then we do have some stories weaved in to mm -hmm. this. And do you feel like this is, does this legitimize GCW? Is it, is it show some sophistication and some growth in the, in the promotion to have a big turn like this and with somebody like Effie? Yeah. I mean, it, we've talked about it before. It feels like they have like one major story that goes on and then the rest is just matches kind of like what you mentioned. So I, I kind of like that they do it that way because they, as far as like storytelling goes, they can focus on just that one thing as far as telling a story rather than getting bogged down with, you know, some of the lower card guys, like, I don't know, like a, a Mr. Danger. I'm just looking at the list here. I just, right, right, right. Like, you don't have to worry about necessarily him having some sort of story or an Alec Price or somebody like mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. I like that they can basically put their whole ass into this one thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's a thing. It's it's the old Ron Swanson line. Uh, whole, <laughs> ass, whole ass one thing, don't okay. half ass two things. I got you. Know? you. I got so, you. So I, I kind of like that. It's It's different for a wrestling promotion to really just have one big storyline going and then nothing else. But I, I think, you know, we've seen it a little bit with like the, the, uh, the, the Charles Mason stuff with Ali catch last well, year. I was going to mention that story. I was going to mention also the developing sort of ongoing um, Matt Cardona and, and Jimmy Lloyd, Stephanie mm -hmm. Lander. And they've got that. That's sort of, that's a story. And I think yeah. Matt, Matt brings stories mm -hmm. and, and storylines with him so we're kind of in a way balancing a couple of things yeah. here um but it's it's sort of paced out it's not right it's not every show right this storyline stuff this mance warner effie thing to me it feels like it's going to go on for a little while I feel like that way too whereas i feel like the matt cardona thing the big thing has happened with jimmy becoming broski jimmy and mm -hmm. I feel like it's probably going to stay that way for a while before you mm -hmm. see like the, the next step in that story. I think so too. So they, they seem to be very long-term storytellers. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you kind of, and, and I think that's because you get these guys in and out of the promotion. You right. can't really do, I, I don't mean to say you can't, but it, it seems more difficult to do something with, with the indie guys because right. you don't have all of them on every show mm -hmm. especially a guy like cardona i mean he wrestles everywhere exactly. like he's, exactly. he's not at every gcw show it's impossible mm -hmm. for him to be at everyone because he's doing nwa he's doing like he, i think he's in puerto rico for doing some show in puerto rico in a couple of weeks so i mean he's he's all over the place so did you get to see the main event for that um andrade and joey janela I did not. I was only able to skim through this show. I, I saw the Mance Warner stuff, and I, I saw up to uh, the world title match. I didn't see the last two matches. Okay, yeah. I that I was going back and watching matches today, and that was one of the ones that I missed. Um, mm -hmm. It's a little bit longer of a match, 28 yeah. minutes, almost 29. Um, so I will, I'll have to go back and do that one. I, I'm interested in... Andrade, GCW. Yeah. That could be um, something. But look, you know, I love Charlotte, so right. there's a the connection there. Oh, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't, I wonder if that's going to be like a one and done type of thing because he's not, uh, unless I completely spaced it out, I don't think he's on the rest of the shows we're going to talk about tonight. And I, don't I don't think, think so either. And I don't think he's advertised for anything coming up. So maybe it was like a one and done type of deal just to get That's him what I was thinking. Like, I definitely need to, like, put that on my list to watch since it's yeah. probably not going to happen a lot right for him. all right what's our next show uh we go to the junkyard in mexico uh, mm. which is which is a literal junkyard uh gcw versus zona 23 zona 23 is a mexican deathmatch promotion that uh, has their shows at a literal junkyard which is nice 
fucking insane. Uh, this was on December 10th. Uh, we had Big Fucking Joe defeat Lunatic Extreme. These are all death matches, by the way. Uh, Big Fucking Joe defeated Lunatic Extreme. Arrow Boy beat Bam Sullivan. Cyclope defeated Lunatic Fly. Vengaza defeated Miedo Extremo. Uh, the Zona 23 title, Cyberpunk defeated Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, Rina Yamashita defended the ultraviolet title against, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Ludark Shatain. <laughs> and and uh, the main event in a death match, Pagano defeated John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, I, I skimmed through this show a little bit too, and the vibe is a hell of a thing for this show. Yeah. This show being in a literal junkyard, they're usually they're using like windshields and shit from cars as weapons. It's this is right up your alley, Jenny. I'm telling you. I feel like this one flew under the radar a little bit because yeah. I, don't, I don't recall anybody. I think this Maybe is I was one busy of busy this weekend. Also, I think this is one of those shows like it aired on tape delay. I don't think it aired live. Ah, okay. So I think that's kind of why it got lost. And also, it's December. Who can remember anything that happened in December? Everybody's busy in yeah. December. so That looks like a fun-ass card, though. And anything in a mm -hmm. junkyard setting is really mm -hmm. interesting to it's, me. A, it's, it's, it's wild. Like it, It's that grime you want from GCW taken yeah. like, to, a, to another level. It's wild. Shit. Yeah. The Junkyard Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing title. <laughs> All right. What was the next show? Uh, we go to uh, December 21st and the holiday special from Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Gringo Loco defeated Azriel. Masha Slamovich defeated One Called Manders. Jordan Oliver defended the JCW title against Braden Toon. Mike Santana defeated Alec Price. Uh, the Rich and the Powerful, which is Charles Mason and Richard Holiday, defeated Bobby Flacco and Jeffrey John. Joey Janela defeated Marcus Mathers. Mike Bailey defeated now Broski Jimmy, which is Jimmy mm -hmm. Lloyd. And in the main event, uh, Blake Christian defended the world title against Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Okay. Who, well. Santa Claus, who looked nothing like uh, Big Vin, 911's kid. Oh, okay. Well, good, good thing for that. Right, uh, right. Did you get to watch any of that? Uh, I saw a little bit of it uh, because I was uh, uh, inside baseball. I had jury duty on this day, so I was home. <laughs> I was home early, so I was able to uh, watch uh, some uh, the next day. Rather, I was able to watch some of this the next day. Um, Mike Santana and Alec Price was really good. Uh, Santana was in AEW with Ortiz. He's a good wrestler. He's a local guy. So that match was really fun. Janela, Janela, Janela. I just can't talk. Is what's happening here? I think I'm having a stroke, Jenny. <laughs> Send help. Uh, Joey Janela. Go to Maddie's house. <laughs> Joey Janela defeated Marcus Mathers. That match uh, was uh, was very fun, very good. Uh, Broski Jimmy is going to be very entertaining to see Jimmy Lloyd dressed up in this Zack Ryder type of gear. It's a hell of a thing. It's very funny. And the match with Speedball was very good. And uh, Blake Christian maybe doing the most heelish thing ever by beating the shit out of Santa Claus four days before Christmas. God, I love Blake Christian. Mm -hmm. oh, he's awesome. He got the main event against Santa Claus. I mean, I, I mean, who can say that? Honestly, Hulk Hogan can't say that. Surely, he's, Randy Savage has never wrestled. Santa. Savage has never wrestled Santa. Mm -hmm. Um, Blake Christian, greatest champ of all time. Mm -hmm. He's Perhaps. he's Bruno, I think. Gotta be right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like we're coming to a point where maybe around Mania time. We're looking at a title change. I'm not yeah, sure it's, it's, what your it's, thoughts are on that. It's it's coming. I I can feel it too. I think it's it's coming. Who's our contenders? I mean, we'll get to it later. But mm -hmm. you got man, okay. you got man, you got man's Warner. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll I have a theory, not a theory, but I have an idea that I'll I'll get to when we uh, talk about another show. Okay. Uh, later on, as far as what they can do with the world title, but. I think, I mean, you could always go back to Gage if you want to have Gage just fucking destroy Blake Christian in like 10 minutes or something before Mania. But I don't hate that. Mm. I just, I feel like there's something here that I can't quite, like, it might be, it might be Mance. It might be that thing that I'm wanting. But 
we've already done the heel thing. We've mm -hmm. done the heel thing for a hot minute. Is it time for a baby face? Gage, look, I love Nick Gage. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the uh, only other one, unless they do like a, because Rena's still the ultraviolet champion. Right. They could, they could do like a title for title match or something with Rena. What about? Are we? Are, is is Jordan gonna keep the Jacob championship through the next tournament? Do mm. we do something with Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JCW has a big we'll get to Mania weekend later on but they have right. a big show coming up Mania weekend so I could see Jordan losing the title there and then from it there seems you do like, it seems like maybe time for him maybe yeah. yep. um, with that title I could be wrong but <clears throat> I don't know there could be some sort of Jordan Oliver way they uh, need they need like another top face I agree to I go agree. for Blake yes whether it's a Jordan Oliver or somebody like that. With the faces, it's hard to get bigger than Jordan, mm -hmm. um, really, in GCW. Unless you do one of the women. Right. An alley or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, where were we at? Uh, we we uh, the last thing we mentioned was a uh, Blake Christian beating the bejesus uh, out of Santa right. Claus. Out of Santa so, Claus, of course. <laughs> now we go to uh, December thirtieth and the Nick Gage Invitational. Right. Uh, there's a lot of words here, so bear with me. It's uh, just the, so many. Yes. In the opening round, we had a ultraviolet jungle of death three way as Masha Slamovich defeated Emerson Jane and Risa Sarah. Uh, we had a barbed wire warfare three-way death match as John Wayne Murdoch defeated Jacob Fatu and Jimmy Lloyd. A uh, a city glass death. What is city glass? A city glass <laughs> death match. Is that different than suburb glass? Uh, Piano <laughs> Extremo defeated Shane Mercer. Uh, a boards of brutality death match as Valento Jack defeated Cyclope. All these names are very good, especially this one. Doorway to destruction death in the semifinal as uh, John Wayne Murdoch defeated Masha Slamovich. Uh, in the other semifinal, we had Escalera de la Muerte as Miedo Extremo defeated Violent, Valento Jack. We then had a, a six-way scramble, which is the most normal match on this mm -hmm. show, as Jordan Oliver beat Cole Radrick, Gringo Loco, Joey Janela, Mike Bailey, and Mr. Danger. And in the main event, a glass ceiling 2.0 deathmatch, Miedo Extremo defeated John Wayne Murdoch to earn a title shot the next night. That was a lot. It was so much. I watched this today um, mm -hmm. when I was going through matches. <laughs> um, every match being a death match is very much a Jenny um, mm -hmm. show. And the way that they built, they made them all so different. You named them all, right? Mm -hmm. And they they built them to, to kind of different, differentiate, I can't say the word, but anyway, to make them different and to uh like put a different kind of spin on each match so mm -hmm. during the tournament you weren't getting burned out right that being said there were so many light tubes but there were so many cool spots during mm -hmm. the entire tournament it, like they built things like they yeah. made things out of bundles of light tubes and then they incorporated other things into into light tubes they did panes of glass they they went vertical they had like scaffolding mm -hmm. towards the end of the um like towards the uh on the finale of that and every match just built and built and built in this beautiful and destructive way mm -hmm. it was a death match dream look if you want blood if you want glass if you want pizza cut it I mean, every gross ass thing you can think that can cut somebody's <laughs> face open, mm -hmm. they used it. And for me, it was wonderful. And then you add in that six-way scramble. That's all the, my favorite guys. Jordan yep. Oliver, Cole Radrick, Gringo Loco, Joey Janelli, Mike <laughs> Bailey. Oh, my God. Right. All those dudes in one match. It was nonstop just marking out for 12 yep. minutes on that match like this was a great show if you are a deathmatch fan 
Yeah, uh, it was a hell of a show. Uh, just uh, it's the way they're able to just find new and different ways to yes. bludgeon the shit out of somebody with some form of glass item. It's fucking impressive. Like, yeah, you know, we'll talk about uh, in the the next show. We're gonna talk about some of the stuff they did in that match too. Was crazy with like the using the fucking trellises and whatnot. Yes. But I mean, it's just it's the way like. Anybody can hit anybody with a light tube when it comes to this stuff, right? But the thing that makes it different is how they use it and how they they do like different shit with it, whether it's you know like jabbing it in someone's forehead or their chest, or it's just it, it's different, it's unique. And I mm -hmm. think these this crew that was in this um, in this tournament, I think, is the the cream of the crop as far as deathmatch guys go right now. And I mean, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you have Nick Gage and June Kasai, which were we'll talk about and there's other ones but i mean you'd be hard pressed to find you know a bit a more stacked deathmatch tournament than this right now uh what did you think about the winner i i was excited about the winner um mm -hmm. i was i honestly thought it was going to be murdoch big time yeah uh, so did i could not believe murdoch lost it but look extremo earned that shit mm -hmm. he earned it he was excellent in all of his matches um uh, but the ladies showed up too. That first yeah. round, um, the three-way, uh, Emerson, Jane, and uh, Risa, Sarah, they were going for it. Boy, it was, it was such a beautiful, like, destructive first yeah. round uh, with the ladies. And I love Masha winning that and moving on in the tournament. But I, I'm not mad at the winner. I think it, it was a great choice mm -hmm. based on his performance in the tourney. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Uh, Masha was great in this. Like, you, you almost forget that besides her being a great wrestler, too. Oh, she's also a great deathmatch wrestler, too. She besides. sure is. So it's kind of it, that. Like, I feel like the deathmatch or, or her deathmatch style kind of goes under the radar a lot. Mm -hmm. I would but, agree with that. But yeah, uh, super fun show. Hell of a turn. Uh, this tournament, the, the ones that I have seen have all delivered. So and this was no exception. So really fun show here. I will also add, if you want to watch this show, they put in the top 25 moments mm -hmm. of GC. I don't know if they made... Did they do it over the two nights where they showed all the moments? They they did some on okay. the next show, too. Yeah. Right. So, this and the next show have these amazing video packages of mm -hmm. moments that have happened over the past year for GCW. And look, I saw me in one of them. And uh, Matt, the Matt Hardy clip was great. Mm -hmm. uh, they showed uh, Blake Christian winning. They showed um, uh, Jordan and and um, Nick Wayne winning mm -hmm. the tag team championships. It was a beautiful display of ultimate highlight moments yep. of GCW. So, like, even if you're not like a huge deathmatch fan, just watch this in the next show for the cool ass yep. countdown uh of great gcw moments i think they put some of those clips on their youtube channel too if i, I remember. hope they did because right, so. they were amazing like yeah, i was yeah i was getting a little bit a little bit you know misty about that detroit show my favorite mm -hmm. show of all time and they showed matt hardy and our, yeah jeff hardy um one of the hardies this. yeah one of the hardies oh yeah um so anyway what's up next uh we go to new year's eve for aftermath in this show as uh we had the violence is forever defeated wasted youth to retain the tag titles leo rush defeated cole radrick uh the gcw extreme title which is a championship that probably hasn't been defended in eight months joey janela defeated emerson jane uh speedball defeated valento jack uh, we had a death match as Charlie Evans defeated Risa Sarah. Uh, in another death match, John Wade Murdoch defeated Daiju Wakamatsu. I think, if I remember right, he was supposed to be in the tournament, but his flight got delayed. It was something oh, like lame. that. Uh, the GCW World Championship match, Blake Christian with Shane Mercer defeated uh, Miedo Extremo with Cyclope. Uh, Mance Warner win the, won the uh, do-or-die rumble, which had... 50 people in it. I'm not going to yeah. name all of them. Yeah, if they're in that. GCW, they were in the match. So, Pretty much. Basically. And then the main event, uh, Jun Kasai defeated Nick Gage in the mother of all death matches. Uh -huh. So, uh, what did you think of this show, Jenny? Uh, I'll save my comments uh, on that main event. 
but uh, I watched, uh, I watched, oh, the reason that the extreme title has not been defended is because it was lost. Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. So George Gilla just randomly shows up to this show with the belt. Look, right. I found it. Here yeah, it is. I got it. It's been missing. It was in time. the last. Was in the last place I looked. If that belt could talk, Maddie, what, oh, what might it say? Uh, it would be in uh, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think. that belt needs help. So um, much jizz. I mean. Also, we totally forgot that he even had that belt, right? I don't remember. What is the extreme title? I, I we don't didn't remember even know it being a thing. We I didn't even know. It. And then he shows up with it, and then we're like, yay, defended the title. <laughs> right. That that belt that I totally remembered existed. And yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That what belt is so what happy. Belt is... It just It's just so funny and dumb and stupid that I love it. And so. I'm watching the show. I'm like, what fucking belt is that? Oh, God, right. Oh, right. That <laughs> happened a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, so also the match that I watched, uh, from this, Leah Rush and Cole Radrick. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, they're, they're so evenly matched and the pacing is outrageous with those yep. two. Um, Cole, I thought looked very slim and, um, mm-hmm. he, he was on his shit. He was on point. Yep. Um, great battle between those two. A very cool sort of cruiserweight match. Yep. Did you uh, watch anything else on this? So uh, uh, let's talk about Mance Warner here. Okay. So uh, to win the Do or Die Rumble, uh, it it was uh, it looked like Effie was going to win it. In fact, he was the last man in the ring. Right. And then uh, all of a sudden, my God, wouldn't you know it? There was a, a one more participant who hadn't been announced, and it was Mance Warner, and Uh-oh. he he immediately dumped Effie and won the match. So ah, perfect. Uh, this now means that uh, Mance Warner has a title shot in his back pocket for winning this, uh, this battle Royal. So what I think, or what I, my, my idea here is to kind of, if you want to get the title on Mance Warner, let's say that's the ultimate goal here, right? I think you do something similar to what they did with Blake Christian last year. Mm-hmm. You ha- you have some sort of title match, call it like a Blake Christian and Nick Gage. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Gage win the title, and then you have Mance Warner come out and immediately challenge Gage to a title match, and then Mance Warner beats Gage. Uh, that would set up Mance Warner as being uh, the ultra heel to end all ultra heels for GCW, I think. Oh, double, double heel. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You have him turn on Effie. You have him turn on uh, uh, Gage or go after Gage, go and then Gage. that way you don't have to pit. You don't have to do a weird like heel heel title match where you have Mance Warner right. and Blake Christian. I think that would be a way to do it. So, so you need some sort of. I mean, is the the number one contendership is that enough to just do that, or do we need something else? Do we need a so? Step? The way they did, because uh, Blake won the do or die rumble last year. Right, and that's when he got his shot. And the, the way they did it, it was almost like it was a money in the bank type kind of Kind of like that, yes. Yeah. So if they stick to that, like then I think that could be a way to do it. I mean, I mean he, it, it could very well be that Mance Warner gets like a title shot, but. I think if you want to make him like a huge shitbag, you like Blake Christian, you just kind of have him do the Blake Blake Christian thing again. But yeah, I just I don't. Hmm, I just feel like maybe we just done that, you know, right. with Blake and doing the exact same route. I could see it. I mean, I could see how it would work. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going, what's he gonna do? Right. I don't know. His heat is a little bit different than Blake's. Because it's not fully there yet. Because there's still people that cheer him. Right. Of course, I'm the idiot that's cheering Blake. But <laughs> um, maybe, maybe so. I don't hate that. I just feel like we've done it. Mm-hmm. I I just think I feel like Mance Warner isn't going to face Blake Christian for the title. I feel like. Either you have to do that or you have to get the title off of Blake. First. First, to right. a face. Right. 
Because I feel like heel heel kind of would have like a weird dynamic to it. Do we feel that same pressure in booking? Like many a weekends coming up, Joe Janela spring breaks coming up. Mm-hmm. You know those big shows. Do we are we saving that for a title switch, or do do we not feel that pressure in GCW? We can do whatever we want here. I mean, I will say, look, Blake has been great, but it, it does feel like we're getting towards the end of his run I agree. here. So, uh, but I, at the same time, I, I feel like they don't have somebody great right now to beat him. I agree. So uh, they're in an interesting spot as far as what they can do here. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's getting close to being time to take the title off of Blake as great as he's been. And he's been great. He's been an awesome shitbag heel, but I, I feel like it feels like we're kind of at a point him with him now where he's kind of just defending the title against anybody. Really? Anyone like and, Santa Claus. Yeah, like Santa Claus, for instance. And I don't know if that was a title match or not, but I uh, it, it, Oh, it was. Uh, Santa, it was. Had a chan- <laughs> Santa had a chance to w- take his title back to the North Pole with, uh, <laughs> with with Mrs. Claus and the reindeer and everything. That would have been a hell of a thing. Right. But, but it, it feels... And I feel like Blake hasn't had like a huge... Hasn't had a huge title match in a while either. So maybe that's part of it too. I don't know. There... I think the next couple of months before we get to Mania Weekend, like you mentioned, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what ends up happening with that title. I'm just curious about like the timeline of it all, like how mm-hmm. it, does GTW feel so tied in to those, you know, Rumbles, Manias, SummerSlams, right. you know, do they feel that sort of pressure to do something like a title change, something big? Well, I feel like... I feel like the spring break show, a lot of times they don't even have a title match on them. Like, I don't think last year's had one. Oh, God, who remembers? I could um, look it up. But... Yeah, we could. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's super interesting. Um, uh, let me, if I may, uh, mm-hmm. allow me to gush over the Do main it. event. M- much like the blood gushed all over the fucking mat for this match. Holy shit, did these two guys beat the hell out of each other for 20 minutes. Uh, Nick Gage was just caked in blood by the end of it. Uh, Jun Kasai, uh, much the same. His scars were bleeding, for God's sake. Uh, at one point, there was a literal cloud over the ring of uh, light tube dust that was just hanging over the ring because they had smashed each other with so many light tubes over the course of this match. So mm-hmm. if you're a deathmatch fan, like... You have to watch this. You 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 are doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch it. I'll say because it was insane and a hell of a way to ring in the new year. Because that match I think ended after midnight on New Year's Day. So that's how I started my new year was by drinking and watching that. So I will I will save my thoughts for later. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, let's get to the next round of notes we got. Uh, we go to January 12th, the new year. Uh, no compadre in Chicago as we had Violence is Forever def- defending the titles against Bang and Matthews. SG Bussy uh, defeating Team Broski of Broski Jimmy, Colt Cabana, and Steph DeLander. Uh, Joey Janela defeated Myron Reed. Uh, the Bullet Club War Dogs, which is Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd, beat Los Macisos. Nick fucking Wayne defeated Leo Rush. Yeah, he did. Uh, Arez, Demotic Flamita, and Latigo defeated Aramis, Cole Radrick, and Oni El Bandito. Uh, ben- Bendito? Well, let's go with that. Uh, Blake Christian defended the world title against Calvin Tankman. We had uh, Shane Mercer winning a scramble against Alec Price, Braden Toon, Golden Dragon, Joshua Bishop, Microman, and Paro. Uh, Rena Yamashita defended the ultra-violent title successfully against John Wayne Murdoch. Dan the Dad and Mance Warner fought to a no contest. And in the main event, Mustafa Ali defeated Gringo Loco. All right, so this was the one where everybody's flights got fucked up, right? And some people couldn't get in yep. for weather reasons. Yep, including um, Matt Cardona himself. Matt Cardona. So we had a couple of changes to the card, and mm-hmm. then we had some surprises, and then people that we didn't think we would get, we ended up getting. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need to talk about the Nick Wayne and Leah Rush match because that shit was fire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> I I thought that Cole Radrick and Leah Rush were perfectly paired in, in the previous match uh, that we've talked about, but boy, Nick Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen him in a hot minute because, look, I don't watch AEW mm-hmm. and uh, he's been gone and I loved seeing him here in the spot in this crazy put-together match. They fucking brought it. It was yep. great. It was fire. It was wonderful. It was yeah. Nick Wayne. Uh, I love this match. Um, and look, this whole card ended up really being really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Despite the enormous spotlight that they had on the match, <laughs> I was getting heart. I was getting Hartford flashbacks from the show bit, I went to. Right but, but. there, um, I will say, look, Mustafa Ali, I've never been the biggest fan of. But mm-hmm. I did. I was looking forward to that match with Gringo Loco because I love Gringo Loco. And there was a big respect factor. Like, you could really tell that that was an issue during the match. To me, it didn't hit. To mm-hmm. me, it was missing something. And yeah. to me, it, it's not an Ali, it's not a Gringo Loco issue. Right. If I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gringo was amazing in the match. Uh, Ollie, not up to par for me, and GCW. And I said what I said. So the interesting thing about this show, too, like you mentioned, this was this was when the entire fucking country, it seemed like, was getting hit by a snowstorm. But I think Brett Lauderdale at one point said it looked like earlier in the day there was going to be like 10 guys missing this show. Mm-hmm. So like, if that happened, what the fuck does this card look like? Exactly. You know? But I think it only ended up being like two or three guys, so they got lucky there. Uh, good to see Nick Wayne back. Uh, please stick around, because yes, sir. My, uh, my God, <laughs> you need to you need to do more AEW things. Hopefully, we'll see him. Well. In Phil- Hopefully, we'll see him in Philly, because uh, yeah. that would be uh, that would be good. But uh, yeah, this was a fun show. I liked. Uh, this is a weird like. I'm one of these fucking weirdos who likes to look at the buildings. Like I thought the building here was really cool. was a right kind of dingy. Like there's literally paint peeling on the fucking walls of this place and whatnot. So it's just, just a cool look. So yeah, uh, really, really fun show here. Uh, Rena and, uh, John Wayne Murdoch was fun. They used a a gusset plate laden door, which Ooh. probably which probably hurt like hell. <laughs> so, and uh, we also got a brawl here, which is why the uh, the Mance Warner Dan the Dad match went to a no contest as uh, Mance and Effie had a bit of a brawl, and uh, Mance almost threw Effie off the balcony. He did not succeed, but uh, that was that was a hell of a thing. So those two guys are going to come to blows at some point, and uh, that that point we will mention later on in the show. Another good development in that feud. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of that, some of that storytelling we got going on. Okay, what do we got for our next show? We go to uh, January thirteenth and fifty-six birds, which is birds. birds. Uh, it's birds spelt with a Z in. Uh, that, they're hardcore birds. Right, those are hardcore birds. Those birds use uh, light tube, bird light tubes. Uh, mm-hmm. Columbus, Ohio, uh, a three-way for the G bird light tubes for the GCW <laughs> tag title. Violence is forever defeated Bang and Matthews and the Rejects. Uh, Oni El Bendito beat Jack Cartwheel. Rich and Powerful of Charles Mason and Richard Holiday defeated PME, which is Marino Tenagila and Philly Collins, who's I think Philly Collins is the cousin of uh, Pittsburgh Williams. Broski Jimmy defeated Manders. Los Macisos and Rina Yamashita defeated Alec Price, Braden Toon, and Dante Leone. Myron Reed defeated Leo Rush. The Extreme title as Joey Janela defeated Microman. Joshua Bishop beat Hoodfoot. And in the main event, Jonathan Gresham beat Cole Radrick. Now, I did not get a chance to watch this show. So. Me either, sadly. I did see clips of uh, Joey Janela uh, beating up yes. Microman on Twitter of that Poor little little person, my God. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, first of all, we didn't remember the extreme title was a thing. So if the extreme <laughs> title, if the extreme title is going to be used for these type of like weird fucking matches, because this is a weird match on paper, like I'm all for it. So like, I, I think there's a place in GCW for like a, cha- a championship like that. That's just kind of like, 
matches you wouldn't necessarily want to see or need to see type of thing. You know, just weird stuff, you know? With Joey Janela. I mean, right. he's the perfect person to have that belt and to have those matches. Right. Um, look, I'm not mad at it, of course. I, I I think that there there was a level of respect that the fans showed mm-hmm. and um which they do. They do with a lot of these um sort of weird gimmick sort of matches. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's really fun. And yep. I recently saw a tweet and it was talking about how they th- the person thought that GCW was interesting because the live shows seem really fun and people seem into them but then they don't remember they they don't remember anything that happens and um there seems to be no stakes sort of mm-hmm. basically and I, I i just wished i was a better writer or something i wish there was a way that i could like explain gcw in a way that a a wrestling fan might understand does that make sense like do do you Mm -hmm. find it hard to put it into words i just thought that was like a very interesting tweet i don't know if it's hard to put into words i don't know if i'd necessarily like i don't i don't think that i mean it's a wrestling company it's wrestling like I mean, I don't understand. Like, was the person basically saying that they didn't get, like, what they were going for? Or? Were, they, it, it was basically like, it seems like, you know, they're, like, if I were to watch a show, I wouldn't remember anything that happened on it. And mm-hmm. that the fans seem to really like going to the live events, but then they never hear anything about it. Nobody talks about it afterwards. Um, hmm. So it seems sort of low stakes. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I kind of feel that way too. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, well, I didn't want to like plug my show and be like, I have a podcast. (laughs) I wanted to like put it into a way that might make them understand. And I still feel like I didn't. Um, I wonder if, I wonder if this like random tweeter is someone who really enjoys like the storyline stuff in wrestling. It might be, and yeah. I, I, which is fine. Like, I mean, I'm not knocking that. Right. But. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get that, and I like we've talked about them trying to incorporate more of that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I don't mind it. I really don't. Right. Um, and it, to me, it's fine to just see a series of cool ass matches that right. don't mean quote unquote mean anything in the greater right. because. To me, I I want to be in the moment mm-hmm. in in the thing, and I don't want to have to remember eight weeks of storyline. Right, know, exactly. Remind yeah. me what this means when it could just mean these two balling out and having this right. match. Right, that's exactly right. Like, why are these two wrestling each other? Because it's going to be a cool fucking, fucking match. Fun. That's why. I, you that's know? what I wanted to say. Because it's fucking yeah. fun. Yeah. But then I was like, I need to be able to explain that. And I was, right. I, I need to not yell at this poor man. I, I need to tell them. I'm like, well, then I'm like, I love blood. I love guts. I love, you know, like gross yeah. shit. And not everybody responds to that mm-hmm. in the same way that I do. <laughs> Oddly enough, I can't imagine. But, right. Um. Anyway. So, so the other the other thing, just quick about this show was, uh, I think this was the second show that uh, Andrade El Idolo was supposed to be on. He was supposed mm. to wrestle Gresham in the main event, and he, I don't know if he had some sort of flight trouble or something, but uh, obviously he wasn't there, and Cole Radrick was. So Cole got the main event spot. So take that, Andrade. Look, yeah, let's <laughs> go. And who deserves it more? Right. Not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we
We care a lot about these matches, Maddie. Mm -hmm. An hour into the show, we're down to our picks of the month. <laughs> What'd you go with? Uh, well, I've already uh, gushed about it. Uh, Jun Kasai versus Nick Gage. Yes, sir. Was unfucking believable. It was uh, amazing. Please go watch it, because good lord. I mean, just insane stuff. Like, same. I mean, mm -hmm. spoilers, but same. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nick does something that, look, nobody else does. He mm -hmm. he, he brings, and then Junkasai I've never seen before, but holy fucking shit. The aesthetic of this man, his face, mm -hmm. um, he looks scary. He looks like he will do anything. And Nick does too. It's just two dudes that will do fucking anything in the ring. Like, when you say no holds barred, I mean, yeah. it's on another level mm -hmm. the way that they did this match. It was non stop violence. Like you said, a cloud hanging over the ring. Um, of, of just non-stop light tubes, all the weapons. What were some of the other weapons we saw? Uh, we had uh, Jun Kasai at one point pulled out a knife and that, just... That, what was that? Uh, uh, it looked like a butcher, like a cleaver it, of some sort. Cleaver is a great word. Yeah. And, and he just skinned Nick's face with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, I know. It, not a lot of people are into this, but for me, this is just it. You had that. You had the stuff with like the the garden trusses with the light oh tubes in oh between it. They made that bridge. Uh, bridge. You had you had Gage putting himself through plate glass that Jin Kasai was on in between, like two. It yes. was a plate a plate glass sandwich, basically. It's they built a, shit. It was yeah. like industrial and like yeah. architectural like yeah was, really it was like where's the blueprints for all these was, fucking light tubes they they did they had to yeah. draw draw fucking blueprints for light tubes <laughs> for this match and oh my god it, and it kept going on and on i thought there's no way nick gage can go this much longer but he just kept going they both just kept going I like the touch too of Gage grabbing that jersey from the fan, the white, the white jersey with all the blood was just perfect. Boy, I was losing my mind. This was excellent, and mm -hmm. I cannot stress enough how awesome it was, um, and how it felt like such a big deal. Yep. Um, I don't know that we'll get this match ever again, or uh, for Gage's sake, I hope not, because he looked like he was about to die. It, it just I looked like a absolute, uh, just a dream match, really. Yeah. And, and that's saying uh, who somebody's never even heard of Junkasai. So, like, right. what do I know? But just watching it felt like it. You, yep. you even though it's just like gross and stuff you you can still feel things you can still have <laughs> you can still have big feelings and big emotions mm -hmm. during these death matches um it was incredible um and i feel like we need a cigarette after that yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're an outlaw, Maddie. I've always said that and heard that. Uh, I've, I've always known that, that about you. Yeah, I've, yeah, I got a six shooter right here. As a matter <laughs> of fact, ten paces east, they say. All right, so we got upcoming shows to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the no. first one we have here, uh, we go to, I believe, the 26th. This is Rumble weekend, correct? Mm -hmm. Sure. All right. Uh, we have Look at Me in Tampa. As, I see uh, you. 
or well, that's that's the name of the show. The, the, the oh. name of the, the name the name of the show is <laughs> look, look at me, uh, look at me in Tampa on uh, January the twenty sixth. Uh, Jacob and Zilla Fatu will face the main event. Uh, Zilla Fatu, I believe, is Umaga's kid, if I remember right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Zilla Fatu is a great name. It really is. So that should be uh, cool to see. Uh, we have a four-way women's match. Dark Sheik, Lindsay Snow, Maki Ito, and Ali Catch. That should be something. Uh, Leo Rush and Jack Cartwheel. That should also be something. Holy Moses. Uh, Joey Janela versus AJ Francis. I believe AJ Francis is top dollar, I think. Oh, dollar dollar bills. Uh, yes. Uh, on this show, we will have uh, uh, the much bellyhooed Mance Warner versus Effie will happen Ooh. on this show. Uh, Tony Deppin will face Mansoor or Mansois, whatever you want to call him from uh, whatever group he was in in WWE. I can't remember the name of it. And in the main event, Blake Christian will defend the world title against Sawyer Wreck. Oh, you mean huge baby face Sawyer Wreck? Oh. Huh? Oh. Mm. What now about a little tiny little run for Sawyer Rick? See, now I didn't think of that. That would be interesting. That I, could work. I'm totally into that. that <laughs> I think that, a lot of people will be into that. That could work. Yeah, I didn't. I Shame on me. I didn't even think shame of Shame on you, Maddie. Look at me. Shame on me. <laughs> God, yeah, that, that, that would work, though. That would be good. Oh, God. Uh, we go to the next day. Effie's Big Gay Brunch 8 in Tampa as uh, Paro will meet Karam. Uh, the Runway, I'm not going to know most of these people. I'm just going to say that up front. Uh, Calvin Couture and Tyler Klein will face Creeps in all caps, creeps. which is Andy Ripley and Irving West. Uh, Keita Murray, I'm assuming that's Keita. It could be Keith, and it's a typo on my part. But Keita, Mur- <laughs> Keita Murray will face Noah Veal. Uh, Dark Sheik versus Shea Monet. That's a great name. Uh, Jai Vidal versus Rico Gonzalez. Bussy of Ali Catch and Effie will face MXM of Mansoor and Mace Madden. Billy Dixon will face Maid Kira, which is uh, Akira in drag, I believe. Oh. And Sawyer Wreck will face Lindsay Snow. Hey, maybe that'll be for the world title. If what's Sawyer Wreck in the main event again? Yeah. Oh, My God, your theory might be a thing that's going to happen. What about maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's sad that they don't get to actually eat brunch during Effie's Big Gay Brunch. You know, um, if you're going to call it brunch, you, you should have brunch. I and mimosas at the very least. Yeah, but like pancakes, waffles. They gotta have some chicken and waffles, some mimosas, you know, some hash browns. A crepe station, maybe something like that. Yeah, it it is a missed opportunity. Otherwise, like our our friend Tim says, the wrestling just goes on in the background while they eat brunch. Right. Right. I don't hate that idea. I don't either. I think that would be amazing. That would be very funny. And then, hey, maybe they maybe they go over to the brunch tables and brawl over there, and And they'll. The show ends in a food Big fight. Big bunch or... brawl, like, come on yeah. now, that would be yeah. amazing. Oh, the crepe crunch by Sawyer. <laughs> they got hot syrup all over everything. <laughs> he really waffled them there. <laughs> oh. oh boy, uh, I'm gonna move on before I say another stupid pun. February third, the coldest winter two. Uh, back from the uh, back at the Ukrainian Cultural Center, uh, Sue Young will face Santana Jackson. Now that. That's going to be something. Good mm. Lord. Uh, Hammerstone will face Charles Mason. Uh, and uh, uh, the big match on this show, I'm assuming this is going to be the main event. Uh, Nick Nemeth, the former Dolph Ziggler, will face Matt Cardona in a match 10 years in the making. That should be, honestly, that'll be pretty cool to see that. Those two go at it in GCW. And uh, we will also have Blake Christian defending the world title against Dark Sheik. Eh, allegedly. but Alleg- Right. The Matt Cardona match is so fucking cool. Like, mm. and also, I wonder how much of me is a mark and is like, um, Matt was just kind of pushing for this match on social mm. media and then it came to pass. Like, yep. really, that's not how it happens, mm. right? Like, that was already made and then they, 
am I being weird for like wondering about that? I mean, I I feel like Cardona does have a lot of pull in GCW. So thought that I was like, maybe he can just make matches on social, and then it mm-hmm. comes to pass. But then yeah, I'm it, like, am I crazy in thinking that? It it could be a thing where maybe like the order of operations is a little bit different. Like he went to he went to whoever backstage and said, I want this match. They said okay, and then then he started teasing it on Twitter. Like that, you know, I could see that maybe being a thing too. But but look, Nick is on TNA. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just showed up there too. Now that's wild, right? Like mm-hmm. already, that's a thing. Already, we're doing this. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm so into it. Like, I'm really into it. It's gonna be great. I gotta be but, honest. Like, I, I thought this was gonna be a match in Philly. I, you would think it would be. It yeah. seems a little early for it. It seems yeah. like they could build to that a lot mm-hmm. more. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a month away. I mean, unless it's a step one, and what's gonna be like a three. That's month what I was view, thinking too. Unless but, they do something like that, but I don't right. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and I will also say, I don't know, have you have you seen Sue Young before? Uh, I think in one other match I did. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I, if you haven't, I think you will enjoy her very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. She's right up your ass, especially with Santana Jackson. That that could be... Something. Yeah, that's going to be really good. That whole yeah. show's really good. Yep. I feel like they'll add a lot of cool shows to that. Yep. Or to that as well. Then we go to uh, Mesa, Arizona, their debut in Arizona. Uh, feel No Ways is the uh, the oh, name of this show. I love show. to Feel No Ways. Yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, Deathmatch Royalty, Broski Jimmy, Matt Cardona, Steph Delander versus Insane Clown Thrussy. We've moved up from Insane Clown Bussy. Now we have Insane Clown Thrussy, Alley Catch, Dark Sheik, and Violent J of the Insane Clown Posse. Returning to GCW. My I'm God. sorry. That sounds amazing. All of that sounds amazing. Yeah. That's, yep. that's so many of my favorite people in the same match. All in on that. And yes, uh, please. Hammerstone will face Richard Holiday. So that's it for that so far. But honestly, those that you only need one match on this show. That one? Yes. <laughs> it's that first one. So it's going to be a hell of a thing. And then uh, we have uh, the second annual Jersey J Cup in Jersey City coming up on February 9th and 10th. Uh, the brackets have not been announced yet, but the participants have Jordan Oliver, Masha Slamovich, Alec Price, Man Like Duress, Jonathan Gresham, Speedball, Billy Starks, Rena Yamashita, Jack Cartwheel, and Nick fucking Wayne. So, All right, so look. February 8th is the one-year anniversary of our podcast here, mm-hmm. and um, so we got a little bit of time coming up, but the J-Cup was pretty much when we started. You mm-hmm. know, I remember watching the J-Cup. We fill out fill out our brackets yep. for that. Um, do we feel that Jordan Oliver retains? I feel like it's it's tough. It is tough. This is a stacked fucking lineup. I mean, I feel Mike Bailey a little bit. I feel yeah. Rena a little bit. Nick Wayne, I don't. Because, yeah, I th- he's got too much other stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but then again, to me, Jordan is still top tier of those, mm-hmm. um, of those options. Mm-hmm. I feel like Masha doesn't need it. I don't Rena, think so either. Rena doesn't. I don't no. think Rena really needs it. Speedball doesn't really need it. No. I could see an Alec Price winning it. Oh, to give to, to give him a boost, or even uh, Billy? Billy Billy Starks has. I think she's got like ROH stuff. She's an uh, ROH. Okay. Think. Okay. So I mean, I'm leaning towards it being Alec Price. Okay. Or or jo- Jordan Oliver. Jordan retaining for the second year in a row. I, I, it. it with the may with the way that mm, mm, I do like him with that championship. Mm-hmm. I I could see him with a world championship run for GCW. Yeah. So, but maybe still a little early for that. So, maybe we hold off on that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything still. like last year, it's going to be I mean, last year's show was the J Cup was so good. It was we great. We loved it last year, yep. so I'm so looking forward to that. Yep. 
and it's going to be interesting to see Rena in this 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 type of setting too. Just you know, the non death match type of right. thing. Yes, so that's going to be super. Well, interesting. she can go regardless. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But and then uh, the big news, as we uh, we we have shows announced uh, for for the collective in Philly. Uh, which is uh, April 4th through April 6th. I'm going to rattle all four, eight, nine, ten, 11 shows here. I'll rattle them all off. Uh, Thursday, April 4th, 11 a.m., we have Defy Wrestling, which is a West Coast promotion. I think they're out of Seattle. Nick Wayne wrestles there a lot. That's all I know about them. Uh, 4 p.m. on Thursday, we have Bloodsport 10, which is uh, Bloodsport is their MMA type of show. They take mm. the ring ropes down and basically mm. they just beat the fuck out of each other for realsies with punches. So that's a, always a fun show. Uh, 8 p.m. Thursday, we have DDT Pro Wrestling running a show. Uh, the DDT show last year was one of my favorite shows of the weekend. So looking forward to that. And then uh, we have Jersey Championship Wrestling running a show at 11.59 on Thursday. So four shows on Thursday. Friday at 11, we have Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, 3 p.m. Friday, we have Progress Wrestling. 7 p.m. Friday, the show that we will be at, uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break number 8. And uh, Friday, April 5th, we have For the Culture and that'll be at uh, 11.59 p.m. And then the last day of it, Saturday, April 6th, we have Effie's Big Gay Brunch 9 at 11 a.m. Maybe this time they'll have food there. Uh, 2.30 on Saturday, we have uh, GCW versus Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. That's at 2.30. And then at 11.59 p.m. on Saturday, uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break Part 2, Cluster Fuck Forever. So that is a lot. Well, it is. It is. And I'm so happy that I will be with you front row mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. Joey Janela's Spring Break Part One, at yep. least. Um, a lot of uh, the only other show really of that group that I would want to see, but I don't know that I'll get to go to, is Bloodsport because I yep. found it really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, when I watched it last year. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. always a super fun show. I don't think any of those cards will disappoint. I think everything mm -hmm. will be lit oh, yeah. and I amazing. Mean, so, if it's anything like last year's collective, I mean, the collective last year was great. The DDT stuff last year was fantastic, just super fun. So I'm glad that they're coming back. I'm glad that JCW is getting their own show. So presumably Jordan Oliver or whoever wins the tournament will be there defending the title. So that'll mm -hmm. be fun. So, yeah. And the clusterfuck is... Look, it's literally a clusterfuck. It's usually like it's a 70 person battle royal, mm -hmm. usually, and it's it's right. ridiculous and a ton of fun. So, yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff coming up here in uh, Philly. Can't wait. I really mm -hmm. can't. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Um, all right. Do we have anything else that we want to mention? Uh, I believe that is it. Uh, for me and uh, my uh, pur pur purposes, that's the word I'm looking for, purposes here. Porpoises. Por youthful porpoise. That was, <laughs> that was a Norm MacDonald joke, everybody. It sure was. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> what do you got to plug, then? What do I have to plug? Uh, right here on the North-South Connection, you can find me and Jenny on the Extreme Three-Way Dance, where we cover ECW. We're getting ready to go into 1999, so that'll be uh, a ton of fun. You can find me over on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed on YouTube Roulette, where we live watch random matches from YouTube and uh, just watch over them, shit on them, uh, mystery science theater style. So that's a ton of fun. And you can find the same crew from that show on Highway to the Impact Zone, where we live watch TNA Wrestling. Uh, we are just about to cover Bound for Glory 2006, which is a massive show for TNA. So check all that out. Find me on Twitter, X, whatever it's called this week at uh, MSusan1991. And every Wednesday, you can find one of my shows right here on the North South Connection. Um, one of them might be called Talking Docs, where we watch documentaries and review them me and my friend logan and roger our last one was called blackfish um so um that was depressing but look <laughs> a lot of these are because they're mm -hmm. 
documentaries and a lot of them are not very happy but anyway um that was a good episode and also you can hear me on um the extreme three-way dance like maddie said and um uh even on stuff like Cronoso right here on north south connection um i'm on all the socials at jenny position so follow me there and we will see you next time and thank you for listening gc dub super fans we love you also it's mdk all fucking day yay we remembered